Hello, everybody, and welcome to RV Podcast number 381. And today we're going to talk about why are so many RVers buying land? Welcome, fellow travelers. It's time for another episode of the RV Podcast. Answering your questions, sharing tips, suggesting great trips and off-the-beaten-path adventures, and always staying on top of the RV lifestyle news you need to know about with great interviews and inside industry information. Here's your hosts, award-winning journalists Mike and Jennifer Wendland. Hello, everybody. I'm Mike Wedlin, and this is my lifelong traveling companion and my bride, Jennifer. We're just rubbing it in, aren't they? <laughs> Today is one beautiful day. I wish you all were with us. We just thought we would show you why it is so awesome to live the RV lifestyle where you can travel around everywhere. and You might have a small house, but you have that big yard. Well, this is our yard for the next week or so. We are on the Emerald Coast of Florida. This is Okaloosa Island sugar sand temperatures almost 70 degrees right now it's going to get a little warmer by the time we finish recording this podcast it's just gorgeous and frankly we just wanted to rub it in <laughs> yeah it is absolutely gorgeous we are down here uh, spending much of our time editing all the videos we shot at the tampa rv show on different models we've done four or five and we've got another four or five to do uh, but uh, we had a, had a great time doing that, and uh, uh, it was a fun show, but uh, we got a lot of video to get ready to, to send out your way. Hey, we have had just an amazing reaction since we started uh, updating everybody about uh, the process of us buying land in Tennessee that we will initially develop for uh, an RV site for ourselves and for friends and relatives that we want to invite down. But we have heard from so many other people. And uh, it seems to be a trend with so many people RVing and getting more and more difficult to find a spot. People want a spot that they know they can go to and if they want to go to other places, they can do that too. Now, we have uh, heard from many of you. Uh, we should point out that on February 12th, which is a very special day to us because... Abraham Lincoln's birthday. And somebody else's birthday. <laughs> Jennifer's, uh, we're going to be down in Tennessee at uh, our property and uh, they're having an open house, the, the folks who are developing the woodlands at Buffalo River, which is where we bought our five acres, uh, they're uh, showing it off to folks. Um, we'll put on the screen for those of you watching on YouTube or we'll put in the description for the blog show notes page, uh, myrvland. Com. That's how you find out. You can make an appointment, come down and see that development. MyRVLand.com. We will be there on the 12th uh, doing some work. We're having work done uh, on ours. And, Pretty uh, excited. The 12th is Jennifer's birthday. So come and say hi to happy birthday and to Jennifer. The 8th is his birthday. The 8th is mine. But Makes it easy for him to remember my birthday. His is the 8th. I'm two years older than Jennifer for four, four days. days. <laughs> and she rubs it in every year. I do. Yep. Um, so anyway, we have bought that land, but since then we've heard from so many other people who have bought land, including a lot of other RV influencers. We know of probably a half dozen others uh, who, who do what we do, and maybe a little different niche in the RV community, who have um, not come off the road, because we're not coming off the road, but have bought their own property uh, that they can use as a home base or as a guaranteed place that they can visit and know they have a spot including our good friend 
Traveling Robert. And uh, Traveling Robert, uh, we have been a good friend of his for many years now. And I think Robert is even doing his podcast on this. But we sat down at Tampa. We were last together at Tampa. And Robert has bought some property in uh, uh, Florida. And of course, we bought in Tennessee. And uh, we just had a conversation of what that involves. And uh, I think you're going to find that really interesting. So that's going to be our interview of the week. And that's coming up in just a second or two. But um, he's got a nice little hunk of land up in Tennessee, or up in, up in Florida. <laughs> And I think he's going to come visit us in Tennessee as well, and we're going to go visit him in Florida. I'm so. looking forward to that. Yeah, so that'll be fun. So if you're curious, we're going to answer a lot of questions. And uh, again, I want to invite you uh, to February 12th. That's when we will be there where they're, um, they bought, the company that's developing it has like 3,500 acres now. Big, big development, kind of on a mountaintop near Linden, Tennessee. It's about 90 miles west of Nashville. Nashville. And uh, we just love the area. We've been doing videos on, on it ever since we discovered it and bought our land. And uh, we're gonna be down there next week and uh, we'll tell you more about it. So um, to start off, we're gonna take a quick break. And as we do, uh, the folks who are developing that property, uh, here's uh, an announcement from them. And again, mark down February 12th if you wanna, wanna come and uh, meet us and tour their lands. Have you ever thought of owning your own land for camping or a homestead? Tennessee Land and Lakes is selling off a estate known as the Woodlands at Buffalo River in large acreage properties from 5 to 126 acre homesteads. Unlike most properties, these are virtually unrestricted, allowing year-round living in an incredible natural setting. These are multi-use properties. You can camp on them, build a dream house if you want. A cabin, a barn, a garage, it's your land and there's no HOA, no rules, it's your property, your way. There's high-speed fiber optic internet available, wooded trails and big views, surrounded by the most popular destination spots in Tennessee like Nashville, Kentucky Lake and the Buffalo River. The pricing starts at $69.9. There's even great financing. Jennifer and I like it so much that we bought there. Take a video tour and get the details at myrvland.com. When we're asked what's the most important modification we made to our RV, it's an easy answer. Battleborne batteries. Battleborne batteries are quality, safe, reliable lithium batteries that allow us to stay out there off the grid longer. Lithium batteries charge faster, they charge fuller, they're longer lasting, they're maintenance free. And battle-borne batteries are protected by a 10-year guarantee. Now, in our case, they just dropped into the existing AGM batteries that we have. And it'll probably be the same on your rig, too. Battleborne battery experts can get those in your rig just like they did with ours. They can also match you up with the right cabling, the inverter, the charger, the solar controller, everything. Jennifer and I swear by our battle-borne batteries. They allow us to boondock off the grid. Check them out. Go to rvlifestyle.com slash lithium. rvlifestyle.com slash lithium. All right. Now let's talk about um, our interview of the week with, with uh, Traveling Robert. Uh, again, uh, just to set this up for you, um, the interest in, in owning land among RVers is, is, uh, is, seems to be nationwide and uh, across all different types, whether you have a fifth wheel or a motorized vehicle or a towable trailer, 
everybody seems to want to do this. And what's interesting is, is that people aren't making a spot just for themselves. Usually they make about three spots because yeah. they want friends to be able to stop by and visit them. And uh, we're going to have to figure out a way uh, when we when we get ours developed how we're going to invite people. How do we do that? I don't know. Well, we will. We'll, we'll invite you. And uh, we'll have a lottery. I don't know what we'll do. <laughs> we're thinking about doing a meetup down by ours, uh, maybe in May. And you know, there's a couple places where we could camp a whole bunch of people and we could bring them over to ours and have a fire somewhere. We'll let you know more about that. Um, but uh, everyday RVers are doing this. And uh, just to set up before we get to our interview with Robert, here is a quick little conversation we had with uh, some RVer friends of ours, uh, Greg and Leslie. And they just bought property of their own uh, for their RV. And uh, well, let's let them tell you why and where. So you have bought some property. Yes, sir. How much have you bought? 10 acres. And whereabouts? Otto, North Carolina. Why are you buying property for your RV? Well, we just want to be able to have that place that we know we can go to whenever we want. Um, we live in Florida, so we're going to spend the winters in Florida. Our intention is to spend the uh, summers in the mountains of uh, North Carolina. And, um, and just having the ability to go whenever we want to go in a place to stay without having to get reservations. So, I think this is a trend. I think it is. I think it is. So this is happening all across the country. And there's a lot of reasons why people want it. Right. I mean, you want a spot where you know that you can get in. You want a spot that you've checked out and it has some of the amenities that you want, like a town nearby or a lake or a good fishing hole, something that draws you there. All right. So let's uh, talk with uh, our friend, uh, Robert Morales, known as Traveling Robert, and we'll have a conversation about why so many RVers want to buy land. All right, everybody knows my guest, Traveling Robert. Hello, everybody. And uh, we are uh, recording this uh, from the uh, Tampa RV Super Show, and this is uh, obviously running a little bit after the show and after we show you all the RVs out there. But I wanted to have a, uh, have a discussion and share it with you because uh, I know I've been getting a ton of email and I bet you have too. We both have bought property and we are developing it uh, into uh, our own little RV spot and a spot for others. Uh, I've talked about mine on Tennessee. You can find it more on the channel. But uh, tell everybody about what you have here, Robert. You're in Florida with uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in Florida and uh, I bought an acre. Uh, in, it's, it's a very remote part of Florida, very rural. And I found out about it through another YouTuber who bought land there about three years ago. And the, the good thing about this county in Florida is they don't have any regulations that you have to build the sticks and bricks or anything like that. In fact, it is, I, I believe it is in the, in the, in the law that you are allowed to have four up to four RVs in an acre of land. Really? Yeah. So, so that's it. So that's, that was the main reason why it was priced right and I decided to, to pull the trigger a little over a year ago actually. Halloween now, last year. Yeah. Now, uh, the property we bought is in uh, Tennessee and we bought five acres uh, and it's a huge development that's being sold off as raw acreage. But same thing, no requirements that you have to build uh, in a certain mm -hmm. amount of period of time and maybe that's the first thing we have to tell people because a lot of folks are thinking about doing this mm -hmm. um, there are places where you buy the land and you think you can do what you want with it no. but you find this restrictions. I mean many places they even specify what size building you have to have you have to have a certain amount of square, square feet so, so yeah. that's the first thing to look for right is uh, yeah. that you no, can do no restrictions. Now in your land can you 
Can you build a permanent structure if you want? I could. I could. Okay. Taxes would go up, but yeah, I could. Yeah. Uh, and that's another reason when you when it's undeveloped in terms of uh, a building, uh, it saves you money. Now, when you put in, you put in septic in a well, yes. right? I'm in, doing the same thing. In fact, I put a large enough septic that if I want to build a house in the future, it's you know it's it's up to the spec, you know. It's the same thing we did in Tennessee. We built, uh, I think it's enough for a three-bedroom house. Yeah, say. something like that. And uh, even though that's way more than we need with an RV or even three RV pads as we have. Uh, it's, it's for, if we want to sell it, it's a big yeah, plus. it's a big plus. Now, what about water? What should people know about water? Well, in my case, I had to have a well dug because we didn't have water. But we're in Florida. There's water 17 feet <laughs> underground. Yeah. And um, in my case, it had to go a little deeper than that. But we're getting beautiful water. I mean, it's it's uh, we went 95 feet down. What are the rough cost of putting in a well? Is there a, a ballpark uh, out there? It's, it's a ballpark. It, it, Pretty much everything will cost you between four and six thousand dollars. I would yeah, say. I yeah. found that in anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Septic field, a it, well. Yeah. Yeah. And the well, it depends whether they charge you by the foot. In the certain areas, they charge you by the foot because it, sometimes they have to go real deep. In my case, it was a flat rate. But and then there's but not not all wells are created equal. I found out there's there's the the two inch and the four inch well, and then there's the sub, sub, submersible uh, pump, and then there's a I forgot the other, what what it's called. So it depends. We yeah, because you actually—it's so deep. Sometimes you have to have another pump that brings yeah. it up, and then a pump that distributes. Yeah, it, it. depends where you are. In ours, it was just one submersible f uh, pump, and there's a, we have a 60-gallon tank. It's a pressurized tank, and um, it's great. And the, the pump is nearly silent. It's—it's. It's, uh, it's, uh, I think it's a very nice system. In our system, one of the reasons we picked the particular property we had is it's adjacent to a county road, which is a maintained county road. And they have a water line already in, so we just had to get a permit for a water tap and then run PVC pipe in, uh, which that, is a big saving. That simplifies things uh, a lot because with the well water, you also have to make sure that it is good water. You have to test it and you have to have filters because there's always a little bit of sediment coming up and that kind of thing. So it's now, we'll, we'll put a link to the, the videos that Robert has done because he's done several videos on developing your lot. I've done two videos, one about finding the property and then the second one about actually developing it. So. And then, of course, we have a playlist about our property that you can find as well here. Um, electricity. You had electricity on your I road. I was lucky that I had I had a, a, a you know a power a pole right there, right next to the property, and we actually did it underground. We we, yeah. we, we, we did a ditch that goes yep. to, that goes to our to our yeah. combo box. There. We're doing the same thing, and we had talked off camera. The neat thing about ours on this county road is great with the electricity. They've run fiber optic cable. Oh, I'm so jealous, man. I'm so jealous. <laughs> You so know, I can work really you know well. I have at Pelican, remember 1999 yes. when it used to come through a phone wire and it's DSL. A, a DSL. ADSL. A synchronous uh, digital wow. something line. Yeah. Do you have cell coverage there? Very, very little. I have yeah. AT&T kind of works. Uh, there's a little bit of Verizon. There's no T-Mobile, no, nothing to speak of. So if you work a lot from the road, that's one of the things that you want that's to check out. That's one negative. I'm really waiting for Elon Musk to, to oh. finally when that Starlink system <laughs> becomes available for, yeah. for RVs and for, for, for all of us in, in, uh, in a place like this. Mm. So uh, you need your utilities. Now you're developing some RV pads. So what, what have, how have you done that for um, yourself and guests? And actually, I, I still have my old uh, trailer. And, uh, Mini Winnie One? Yeah, Mini Winnie One. <laughs> I call it Mini Tini. It was Mini the, the original Micro Mini I bought in 2014. I still have it there. I'm kind of renovating it. 
or thinking about it. And then I have my new trailer. And uh, by by mistake, I made a, a water and electric site in the front. That's where the well is, so yeah. I have water. And when the power company made me put at least one box, you know, one yeah. pedestal, I'm like, I'll put it right here, right next to the where the meter is. Uh. So by chance, we have a water and electric site there. And then I added a dump station just in case a guest you know stays there. When, when we did all the all the sewage pipes and all yep. that, we put it a strategically located dump station. And that's just a matter of trenching it and doing a connection to where you yeah. run it in. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm guessing that to develop our our property with uh, we had to get some permits. Uh, it's going to cost about hopefully a little less than twenty thousand, but that's mm -hmm. about. And I would imagine, now you've done a lot of the work yourself. Mm. I saw you doing a lot of clearing yeah. trees. A lot of, uh, the, the initial clearing we did uh, with, with some neighbors, well, the, the same people, the average campers, there's yep. the, the, the YouTube channel that, uh, that, that bought the property in that neighborhood originally. So they helped me out. But eventually, you know, you, when you have like oak trees this thick, you know, yeah. eventually you have to throw your hands up in the air and, you know, let's call it professional to yeah. finish the job, you know. But at least we, we were able to get the lay of the land and know exactly where everything was where like, there were a couple of natural clearings that that's what i used uh, for for my sites yeah, yeah. so let's uh, uh why uh, why why develop a property like this well i think mm -hmm. i can say that both of us have decided that not only do we want that property but we're thinking about other properties as yes, well yes as well and, and in your case what are the reasons that you wanted your own rv land and, and are looking at even well others? there are two main reasons. My, the original reason is my, my Sticks and Bricks is in Miami, which is one of the, the most RV unfriendly or least RV friendly places in, in the country. You know, I have a small lot, I have a driveway that is eight inches wide. Wow. So I can kind of put my seven inch wide trailer there, but it's you have a couple of, you yeah. know, in, I mean inches, no, feet. Feet, yeah. Feet, feet. Hello. yeah. <laughs> and um, so, you know, I found a, a, a very expensive way to store my RV by having a property. The second one, you know, everybody in March of 2022 realized that that uh, that dream of the March the, of 2020, yeah, 20. What did I say? 2022, you said. Yeah, 2020. March of 2020. I, I, I get my years confused. My my yeah, me my, too. My, me my, too. My, my measuring units. My everything. Yeah. Well, you're uh, translating from Spanish to English I, sometimes. Yep. Yeah, sometimes I speak Spanglish. You know, it's it's it's, 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 it's that kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, in 2020, March 2020, a lot of full-timers realized that, you know, that dream wasn't as practical uh, anymore. A lot of people got kicked out, even of BLM land. Yeah. So I think that's what started this trend. Me too. Of a lot of full-timers wanting to have, you know, maybe not something luxurious or, but having a piece of land to their, to their name, just in case something like that happens again. And, you have a place to stay. And it's not just us. Uh, I would imagine, because I'm just judging on my email, You've heard from a lot of other people who want to do the same thing. Just your, yes. your followers. I, huh? I, I know. I, I know of many other people who have done the same thing. And a number other, of other influencers like us yeah, have, are doing there, the same thing. There's a few thing. of those. It's a few of us. Yeah. And it's it's primarily, I think, for that one major reason. Then, at least the way I think, and I don't know, you might jump in with your thoughts, but I see the next two years being extremely challenging for people to get. RV spots as you travel around the country, the particularly spur of the moment as the, yes. both of us travel. There are two things: uh, national parks. Uh, a lot of national parks having, you know, done like a reservation system mandatory before. Yeah. You could show up on a Tuesday and you were almost guaranteed to find yeah. a site. Not anymore. Not anymore. 
and there, there's probably like twice as many people camping. At least. At yeah. least, yeah. you know. So winter in Florida or summer everywhere else, it's almost impossible to find something on a weekend. I if you show up on a, on a Sunday or a Monday, maybe. But on a weekend, it's almost impossible to find something last minute. And, and, it's, and even places like Harvest Host and Boondockers Welcome, mm. those are getting harder to find yes. open spots. Even because, though, because you and I keep talking yeah, about it all the even time. Even though Harvest Host implemented that reservation system yes. that has worked a lot better. But still, you know, sometimes I tell you, no, we're full. So having our own spot is a guaranteed place that we're going to be able to use our RV. Yeah. It's in an area that we, obviously we wouldn't buy it there if we didn't like yeah. the area. You're in northern Florida, yeah. you're not too far from the Gulf. Yes, and as, as, as you were saying, the dream is to have a few of these strategic places around the country, like maybe a day or two days drop driving time, so, so you can have something like that. And you can travel, you can use that as a base camp mm -hmm. to go explore a region. Uh, we're looking in Michigan for some more yeah. property, mm -hmm. uh, and I think you're looking... I, I wouldn't be opposed to Michigan. I'm looking at Arizona um, um, so and Tennessee. If, if I can be your neighbor, that would be great, yeah, too. Oh, you'd be great. And in Michigan, <laughs> the other option that some RVers are doing, and I could even talk about it, yeah. is you get a big enough parcel and then you split it. Yeah. So, yeah. But we're going to have three spots. You have three spots on yours, mm -hmm. and they're, uh, I'm going to make yeah. them available just to some friends, and I know you're going to do the same. Yeah, the same. Uh, we'll, Hopefully, I'm going to visit Roberts. He's going to visit mine. Mm -hmm. uh, I will continue updating ours, and I know you're going to do more. Uh, yeah, about little it. by little. And it's Pelican. Yeah, we should... Pelican. That's what yeah. I called it. Yeah. Because... And uh, you're Pelican heads. Uh, yeah. Your followers. Yeah. And I didn't come up with that name. One of my followers came up with it, and it's stuck. And now uh, that's that's what it is. All right. Traveling Robert. He's buying property. A lot of other people are. We are. Uh, if you're interested in this, we're all going to keep updating it and we'll keep showing you how nice it is to have your own little private RV retreat. Robert, thanks it for is. making time uh, no, to no, talk thank about you. this. Thank you for Can't having Can't wait me. to see your land. Hey, you're more than welcome whenever you want. And same with ours. All right, like uh, Robert says, we're hoping uh, to visit his property and camp with him. And hopefully he's coming to Tennessee and to visit with us. And, uh, and, and like Robert, we are also thinking it would be fun to have some property back in Michigan too. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm hoping that we can get get that pulled together. Yeah, but right now, uh, our land uh, we should point out is uh, the, as we're speaking right now, as we're recording this, uh, right now they're uh, clearing off the septic field, and getting ready to put the septic system in. The water trench is being dug, and we're a little bit behind because uh, they've had some bad weather down there. But the electricity is coming through, and with it, with it fiber optic cable so uh, we're going down next week and we're going to uh, kind of uh, do a couple projects there and we'll Camp have out. some video and again February 12th if you're interested in seeing the development we have in Tennessee go to myrvland.com um, they can only accommodate so many people so they got to get reservations and if you want to come down come see that uh, whether you're getting the tour from them or if you're in the area you can come and see us, but we have to leave uh, about uh, 5.30 on... Oh, no, no, uh, we have to leave at 3.30. At 3.30. At 3.30 on the 12th because... It is my birthday, and we have our son and his wife and the kids are in Nashville, and we're going to go see him in Nashville. So, anyway, uh, we'll update, we'll keep updating the process of the land in Tennessee we're developing and anything else we find, the process of shopping for more land. We think we got something that a lot of people are really interested in. We'll be right back after this. 
When we're on a road trip, we always seem to find a way to stop at a Camping World Center. There are over 225 Camping World locations across the country, and there's always one close by when we need parts and accessories for our RV or just want to shop. In fact, uh, we have so much fun with uh, Camping World, and as we talk about it as one of our sponsors, they have agreed to offer a 10% discount if you use the coupon code RVLIFESTYLE10 when you buy $99 or more in merchandise. You'll find everything you want from outdoor furniture and appliances, the ones you see us use in our videos and we talk about here in the podcast. RV extras that include everything from camping chairs to fire pits, electrical accessories, must-have gadgets. Check them all out. And again, don't forget, use the coupon code RVLIFESTYLE10 when you visit CampingWorld.com. Welcome back. It's time for the question of the week. And the first question I've got, and this is from Jerry and Deb, and their question is, what's your thoughts on buying a model that is a couple of years old? And the answer for me is, awesome, great. You don't have that depreciation, just like a car, the minute you drive it off the lot, it drops 20, 25%. So a year or two, check it out. They shouldn't have done much damage. You never know what happens in people's lives where this just doesn't work out for them. So check it out. I think it's a great way to go. Yeah, uh, that's how we started off. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were very happy. We had no problems with ours. We bought it from a dealer. And this was 10 years ago now, our first mm -hmm. motorhome. And do you remember, uh, we actually were called and there was a waiting list then to get it and we had then, to give them a thousand dollar deposit to, to so get on the waiting could, list so that we could go see it first we were lucky because we were first on the list and we did buy it but we had absolutely no problems with it at all and uh, and then a couple years later we traded it in and then you know we've been that's why we kind of go through rvs every two years we get because of um, needing to know and be familiar with them all we we want to get new RVs all the time so we can be familiar with the different models. And it's fun. And it's fun. But um, starting like that is a great way to do it. It's kind of like flipping a house. So. All right. Uh, another question. And this one uh, comes from Tony. And he says, do you have any idea on wait time once you pull the trigger on ordering a new RV? It depends on which manufacturer you're buying from. When we were at the show, we were told it could be a matter of a few weeks, a few months, or a few years. It depends on who you buy from. And also what kind of an RV. Uh, travel trailers, towables, are generally uh, a new one ordered will return, you know, I think Six in weeks. Six weeks, yeah, six to eight weeks. Say fifth wheel. Uh, for a fifth wheel, maybe a little longer. But a, but a travel trailer, six weeks maybe a maybe a eight to ten weeks for a fifth wheel depends on how popular uh, it is how big of a manufacturer it is motorhomes wow that's pretty much a minimum of a year and yeah. you know why the shortage even trying to buy a car or a truck yeah can be hard to do because of the chip shortage and other shortages some rvs uh motorized ones like leisure travel vans uh they're their dealers are saying a three-year wait and in that time period whichever brand you buy if you have to wait chances are the price that you order today is not guaranteed and locked in it's going to increase because transportation costs are increasing and um, uh, 
parts shortages and uh, inflation. So we heard from somebody in our Ask Us Anything uh, the other day, theirs went up $10,000 and they ordered it about a year ago. And you can't blame the manufacturer for that because he has to pass along that cost. He would go out of business. Yeah, so it's really dicey ordering something new right now. Uh, and that's why, back to the first question we had in this segment, of buying a used one, if you can find something. You can find one, buy you it. get it, because then you get instant uh, availability rather than having to wait. The other thing we've heard people do is that they were buying, they were ordering new and understanding, and then buying something used that they, that they could sell uh, when their new one was done. So it all depends on how, how, how much you want to get into yeah, lifestyle. Yeah, where there's a will, there's a way. There is. All right, uh, that's uh, it for this episode. We would love to get your questions, your comments, and all you have to do is uh, drop us an email, send them to them, and send them, your questions to us at Mike and Jen at RVLifestyle.com. Thank you guys so much for watching. We'll see you next week. Happy trails.